Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers gave it a shot. They put out their best lineup, and they lost again to the Clippers. What's next? We'll tell you. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on weekends. Uh, always uh, free, never behind a paywall. And uh, make another Locked On podcast your second listen of the day, but only, of course, after making us your first. Uh, Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show and participate with a fast-growing community of Lakers fans, uh, many of whom will be very upset uh, today because of what happened at the crypt on Wednesday. Huge game for the Lakers, Andy. One eight day, but they lose. 125 to 118 uh, to the Clippers. Again. <laughs> um, so just to be clear, the Clippers do have the tiebreaker, uh, just in, ca- in case in case they tie. They've had the tiebreaker, Brian, since about 2018. Yeah, it's 11 straight wins for the Clippers over the Lakers. The last time Oof. the Lakers beat the Clippers was in the bubble. So it may require, apparently, some another pandemic for the Lakers to beat that team. Um it, it is uh it is it is not good but um and it's certainly not good for the pride of of Lakers fans versus Clippers fans uh but this one to be perfectly honest was not all that surprising what was surprising uh as we will get to the game in a second was literally who played in it i i was surprised i woke up on wednesday assuming that anthony davis and lebron james would not play um in this game at most, you'd get one. I thought both of them would be out, but in fact, both played, which was really a statement as to how important this game could have been for the Lakers to try to get into that top six. Yeah, I had more of an inkling that LeBron would play than AD just because it's felt like with LeBron, this has really been more of a pain tolerance thing than like mm-hmm. a, a, a potential of making it considerably worse like actually worsening the injury, even acknowledging LeBron has made it pretty clear that offseason surgery could be a possibility. With AD, this has felt more this whole time like they've been very concerned about a recurrence. Um, right. Later and on, like the whole thing's been scripted. Like, you know, so right. this was a new part of the script that he would even have the opportunity to play. Right. And even, even knowing that, you know, there had been that report from Chris Haynes that AD had been given some type of autonomy insofar as choosing this back-to-back as the one they would play, combined with the context. He played 42 minutes against Utah, which is the most he's played since returning from injury. He's not played a back-to-back since uh, returning from injury. And Mo Bamba being activated in this game also made me wonder if they were expecting AD not to play. Um, Later on in the day, I I heard from somebody fairly plugged in that both those guys would end up playing, but – Regardless, it was it was difficult to know exactly how this thing was going to shake out. You know, the plus side is the Lakers have now everybody present and accounted for, and they can start moving in that direction. Uh, the minus is, for all intents and purposes, you might as well have sat everybody because the game was not seven points close. No, no, and it was this was one of those deals. Like, look, I mean. 
we we spent a lot of time um, on Wednesday's show noting that it's hard to know exactly what impact going to overtime against Utah would have on Wednesday, but it would have been better if they didn't. <laughs> it would have been better if the they... I kept harping on it on, business. Uh, during yeah, Wednesday. No, I don't think a lot of people disagreed that the way they handled that game could have been better. The only thing we disagreed on was, at least one of the only things we disagreed was to some degree, how bad Utah is, and then how normal this sort of thing might be in the NBA. But the, the negative consequences, I have no idea if... Holding on to that 10-point lead so you cruise down the stretch and, if nothing else, literally have an opportunity to get out earlier. I don't know. Like, you're not playing overtime. You're not at the arena as long. Whatever. Maybe that makes a difference. Maybe it doesn't. Um, the energy you expend, all of that stuff, um, it didn't help. And when, the when you know, the Lakers were clearly motivated to try to win this game, and it was worth it assuming they weren't, you know, legitimately jeopardizing the health of their star players. Um, it just didn't go well from the jump. The Lakers, you know, were being down 15 to three, you know, early. They let, you know, they, they literally let Russ shoot. That was Anthony Davis talked about it as part of the game plan. Let Russ take open jumpers to his credit. He made them. Um, and so that put the Lakers in an early hole. The, the legs just weren't there. I thought for the Lakers early, they were trying, but it's, you know, you know the the you know everybody's been there where you you know you're getting up you're trying to and just your legs don't move and your body doesn't work and your brain isn't working you know it's the scene in Empire Strikes Back where they punch it the hyperdrive doesn't work it's like it's just sometimes you hit the button and it's not there and particularly LeBron in the first half oh. he was awful LeBron played one of the worst halves I've ever seen him play forget as a Laker just, just as long anywhere. as I've been. Yeah, as long as I've been watching LeBron play basketball, which is, you know, 20 years and a lot of games, he was absolutely dreadful and looked like a guy that, frankly, was playing in a daze because he was so damn tired physically and mentally, which, look, the explanation isn't an excuse. I think it's an explanation. The effect on the team was decided it was bad I mean there were there were points where I was wondering would they be better off with LeBron not being there because as much as you know Schroeder looked cooked uh Anthony Davis often looked cooked like the whole team looked cooked LeBron looked like you know there's cooked and then there's you've been burnt to a crisp in the oven for like five days and right and, and certain and, and certain people it matters more if they look, I mean, Schroeder was not good. Schroeder was, there are a lot of people in this game that weren't good. I thought, you know, that the, there were too many moments, you know, I, I didn't think Vanderbilt was, you know, it was part of a good defensive push later in the game, but, you know, the, the, the hands miss a couple stuff around the basket. You know, when LeBron did manage to make a couple decent passes to guys, they, they didn't catch them. Yeah. Um, Troy, you know, Brown Troy Brown, either, he either had his hand broken on a an admittedly hot pass from LeBron. I mean, this and this might have been in part the fatigue. You know, we covering Kobe for years. One of the things you and I both picked up on when Kobe was tired was the decision making would sometimes be suspect, but often too, like sometimes he would just be whipping passes hard because, like, you it, lose. It just everything is. You lose a sense of what you're doing out there. Fatigue, it, the line between really effective. And really bad 
in the NBA is not nearly as big as, as, as people might think it's in, you know, and when you're tired, we have all been there. We have all been like, you know, you're driving and it's like, you, you realize like, I have no idea about anything that has happened in the last three miles of this drive. Like no, I have no awareness, no recollection. I could have run over 11 people and I would have no idea. We've been there at work where you're like, you can't get an email you know out out you know it's just you're just you're so unfocused and you're trying you're doing the best you can but you don't have it these are human beings even lebron and i think the first thing to go is decision making yeah um and you know you're just you're 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 not as sharp and you're not and then you know when you're on the receiving end of stuff and whether it's vanderbilt troy brown when gabriel missed a couple like you just, you know, you're doing that thing where you're you're trying to score before you have the ball. You're just all these little, little things. And, you know, the Clippers were very hot. The Lakers got themselves back into that game, um, you know, in the first quarter. They, they fought back. But it's just everything was just this endless push in this game to expend energy that they did not have. Um, and, it, and the Clippers just kind of kept pouring it on. Lakers kept trying and eventually the, the Clippers pulled away because they hadn't played a game in, you know, four or five days. Um, so, yeah, I, I certainly, I think you are too willing to, uh, you know, uh, chalk a large, large part of this up to fatigue. Oh, I, I'm chalking up damn near all of it to fatigue. Like, I mean, Wednesday's show, I was upset with how the Lakers played because I feel like, Fatigue from you know fourth game on a road trip or not, Utah is not a good enough team to prevent you from controlling that game much more if you just said, all right, we are going to apply our focus as professionals who've been through this before. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the Lakers were far more capable of just summoning the focus and execution that they needed against a team that is not good enough to push back if the Lakers play mm-hmm. that way. This Fair. this game, they looked absolutely just spent from the outset. Like, if anything, and we, we can talk about this later on, we are both wondering why Darvin had LeBron and AD in this game. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Did. Yeah. Let's let's get to that next. We'll, we'll talk about that and talk about the, you know, where this leaves the Lakers in terms of the, of the playoff race, both the play-in and the opportunity to get into six. So all that coming up next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Ibotta. So, look, you're buying the groceries, you're doing some school shopping for the kids, maybe getting a little something for yourself. You've earned it, and you're already spending the money, so why not get some cash back for your troubles with Ibotta? You're in cash back on every shopping trip from grocery items to personal care to whatever. Just link your loyalty account and upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns 120 bucks a year in real cash back. Groceries, you can earn two and a half times that back in real cash from Ibotta. And Ibotta, again, cannot emphasize this enough, gives you real cash back, not points that, let's be honest, nobody ever uses. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners Five bucks just for trying Ibotta with the code LOCKED when you register. That's LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, all caps. Just go to the App Store or Google Play, 
store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. Again, L-O-C-K-E-D, all caps. That's Ibotta in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. Um, all right. So standings-wise, Andy, this obviously puts a dent Wednesday's loss in the Lakers' ability to finish in the top six, but it does not eliminate it um, with a win. It eliminates the top five. Yes. The Lakers actually would have jumped to number five had they won this game. Right. That dream um, is now over because the Clippers... The dream have, is dead. Again, the tiebreaker for many years <laughs> over the Lakers. It's like carried interest. Like I feel like they've won enough games in a row that even if the Lakers sweep next year, the Clippers still get the tiebreaker. It's like should. It, it <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it's just going to last forever. Um, I almost I almost tweeted that out like with most of the way through the game. Like, uh, can somebody look this up for me? Who has the tiebreaker if the Lakers and Clippers tie? I didn't think Lakers fans would be in the mood for that kind of um, sarcastic... Um, uh, social media use so i held it um but the lakers are still only a game behind the warriors uh in the sixth spot the warriors um have two games remaining as do the lakers the lakers hold the tiebreaker over golden state if the lakers win out and the warriors split the lakers would be the sixth seed it is not impossible andy for the warriors to lose they have two road games left they are nine and 30 on the road um, and one of those games is against the Sacramento team that still does technically, we think, have something to play for. Now, they, they have the ability to tie Memphis. I don't know off the top of my head what the implications are. Perhaps it doesn't matter. They, but Sacramento, it's certainly feasible that they have the tiebreaker over Memphis because Sacramento has been playing really well all they year. Curr- they currently, how many times are they playing Memphis this year? <laughs> Um, they played them on October 27th and lost. They played them on, uh, was that a real game? October 27th or is that preseason? No, it's real. Um, they played them on the 22nd of November and won. So that's one and one. They played them on January 1st and lost. They played them, uh, in, on January 23rd and won. So they split. Um, Okay. I don't know what happens from there. <laughs> I believe I believe it is conference record. <laughs> I love this too. It's like, all right, we've done everything we can here. <laughs> That's it. Uh, gave conference it a shot. record. The Kings have a better record the in the Kings conference than the record. Memphis. Yeah. It's definitely not something we could have figured out before the show. No, I prefer to do all of this in real time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My two favorite tactics um, for just to let people behind the curtain a little bit um, are to let someone else look it up and then use their work myself. Always citing them. I, I never pretend that I did the work. I always say this person looked up this stat and this data or whatever. Uh, oftentimes it's you. I am <laughs> totally willing to let you do it. No, um, I know it's often me. Or... Just do it during the show and make people wait. <laughs> Those are my two strategies. Well, if, if you if you if you hit the thirty seconds ahead button, you might have missed the whole explanation. Yeah, I mean, look, we we, we got to do these every day. <laughs> you expect me to do research every day? Well, the good news is, though, um, I believe Sacramento really does have something to play for mm-hmm. in this. They want to make sure that they maintain that lead over Memphis. They could potentially get that two seeds so yeah it's, it's still live at least that i believe when those games are being played 
it will still be live. Um, I am almost positive both those teams play Friday. Yes. Um, so all of this will be happening at the same time. Um, anyway, so that is uh, good news for the Lakers. It is still possible for them to finish in that um, in that sixth spot if they win out. And along those lines, Andy, um, Phoenix is coming to town on Friday. Um, the Suns, unlike the Sacramento Kings, may have very little to play for. Um, they are uh, two and a half games ahead of the Clippers for the uh, four or five. Um, actually, they may be fully locked in by then, and it's the second night of a back-to-back. So uh, all of that stuff um, could play into it. I'm pretty sure doing the math here, if they win that game, you know, the, the front end of the back-to-back, the second half, they'll be locked in. That could absolutely have an influence on how much they play Kevin Durant, how much they use Devin Booker, and all that stuff. My recommendation, sit them all, because you can't be too careful. I mean, it would be a real shame to come this far. They've won a lot of games in a row. You got this far back, and now you hurt Kevin Durant. Don't don't even let him come to the arena. I mean, if that's the way Monty Williams and uh, the new ownership group wants to play it, I will not stand in their way. I personally, were I Monty Williams, would play those guys at least a half because all jokes aside, I think they need the reps. Um, They have not played together as a group a whole lot, and I know they are undefeated in games Durant plays, but the truth is most of those games were not against particularly good opponents or they were against opponents that are good but were missing guys. So I – and – Phoenix still has, even if KD and Booker have figured out the offensive part of this and that synergy relatively quickly, I think they still have things to figure out defensively. They still have things to figure out as a team. So again, were I Monty Williams, even if the result didn't matter, I would play those guys for a half and then whatever happens in the second half happens. But I I personally would be surprised if they sat, period. That would surprise I me. I would but. not. I would not be at all surprised. I'm, I'm first of all, I'm happy you're not Monty Williams. Um, but I, I would be surprised. I would not be surprised if they sat. Um, I understand what you're saying. You're not even necessarily wrong. I don't just don't think that's how the NBA operates. I mean, maybe these just days. second end of a especially again. Back, you have Denver. You have Denver on the front end. Maybe they would sit those guys or arrest them against Denver. Um, but you know, I. I if if the game is meaningless, and especially since you know they would have um, another one theoretically, if you wanted to give guys a little bit of run before the play-in tournament starts, you could do that um, on Sunday against the Clippers. So you know you would have a chance to do it. Um, we'll we'll learn a lot based on whether or not those guys play against Denver first and foremost, and then the results of that game. But um, at the very least, it is possible that scheduling. Combined with seating and 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 all that stuff could influence who's on the floor for the Suns. The Lakers, obviously, assuming everybody's healthy, will be all hands on deck to try to win these games. Um, because Andy, even setting aside the six seed question, which is something that uh, is obviously really important, Lakers got to be careful that they don't drop any further. Um, you win out those two games. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're hosting the seven eight game, and that would be a a good place to finish up considering everything that they've been through. Uh, the Lakers are currently tied with new Orleans for that seven, eight spot, but because they hold the tiebreaker, um, 
they they get it, but you don't want to you know you don't want to let Minnesota catch you, for example, because you know you don't win that tiebreaker. Um, lots of incentive for the Lakers to keep winning. Oh yeah, absolutely. And look, I don't want to lose sight of what the Lakers have done since the deadline. Like they, they're the things that they have done to put themselves even in this position to possibly make the playoffs outright is amazing. Like even as somebody who was really, really confident that this roster could click and that they could play really well. There was still that question, just do they have enough time to make it happen? And then once LeBron got hurt, it was like, okay, joke's a joke. Like you can't expect them to put themselves in that type of position playing this many games without LeBron. And it's worth noting that just as a whole, big picture, the Lakers are still in a place that fans should feel good about. Like, I am feeling very confident that they are going to, at minimum, be in the playoffs. But it would be nice just to have... And just so people understand, when Andy talks about being in the playoffs, he's not talking about the play-in. He means the actual one-through-eight tournament that happens after the play-in happens. Right. One way or another, I think they're going to end up in the playoffs. But... You know, it would be nice to get that full week of rest off, especially since Darvin decided not to give it to him during this game when it was out of reach. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by FanDuel and the NBA playoffs. They are just around the corner, and there is no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, a grand. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, really easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores, total assists, whatever. Or get a little saucy with exclusive bets like the 2 by 3 Two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. I sincerely hope you did not bet that for the Lakers in this game. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So do not miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on, all caps, to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this, I think, probably for Friday's show. You know, as, as, as the Lakers um, make this push that has gotten a lot of people's attention, Wednesday's game notwithstanding, this was a scheduled loss in a lot of ways. Um, again, Clippers had four days off, I think, in between games. Hadn't played since Saturday, um, and or three days, whatever that is. And, um, you know, the Lakers are coming off a, a, you know, a long trip and on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, the the fatigue issue, though, Anthony Davis was was asked, I thought this was interesting after the game, like, you know, you guys have been playing playoff games. It just feel like you've been playing playoff games for the last couple weeks. And he's like, last month, you know, it's like that. And that, while it sharpens you if you're playing well, and obviously the Lakers, too, you've made this point a bunch, Andy, if they get to the play in and certainly into the playoffs if they qualify all the way up to the six it means definitionally that they've had to play really well to get there but it's also cost them a lot of energy in the process and you know when people say why don't you think the lakers can make like a kind of an unexpected cinderella run or whatever it is now that they've completely this is why um i think in any individual there's not a team i wouldn't pick the lakers 
to have a chance against in an individual series um, in the Western Conference playoffs. I don't know if they would have the energy or the stamina after having to do what they've had to do over the last month to run through four rounds. This would be the big fear that I would have is that they're good enough to beat any team, but at some point they're going to run out of gas. I would be more concerned about that if they had to fight additionally through as a nine or 10 seed that that would probably you know, if they can get into the six, if they do get in the, the calculus changes, if you get in the six, cause you get that week off. Right. Right. Or even if they end up as a seven, you know, as a seven seed or an eight seed and win their game and that's it. And then they get mm-hmm. a fairly long break too. I think once they get to the playoffs, you're going to feel like, okay, we accomplished the thing that we needed to do. And then even let's just say it's a quick turnaround. Let's just say they play two games in the play-in and then end up making the playoffs. I still think you end up completely recharged mentally. Now, physically could be a different story, Mm -hmm. but that was something that, at least speaking for myself, I have been concerned about with LeBron and AD, and I guess maybe increasingly D'Angelo Russell, even under the best circumstances with this team. Like, Whenever I hear people talk about LeBron having, you know, a, a gear that he can shift into, you know, like that sixth gear for the playoffs, I'm like, all right, we have not seen LeBron go on an extended playoff run that did not include a three month break because of a pandemic, right? Since, and no travel, right? Since 2018, like. Mm-hmm. Due respect to LeBron, and you know it's one of those. If anybody can manage to figure out a way to do it, to summon it, whatever, it would be that guy. But I think it's a mistake, or if nothing else, like a naive assumption, to just automatically chalk it up as being there, well, just because yeah. we've seen that history again five years ago. But that's what I'm getting at: is like the if they're physically tired, you know, they might have the mental. You know, energy, they're there, they're, but we saw it on Wednesday. Like, you, you're you physically tired, your mental game drops. And so, again, this is a this is a first well, world but I'm, problem. Okay, let me, let me make it more clear. I'm not talking about them becoming so taxed that, that they just run out of gas. I'm talking more LeBron and AD staying healthy for four Oh, rounds. either way. I mean... Well, no, know, but, it, but it's I a think, big difference, though. There's no, but I, I, but I think... I'm including that. I'm including that and the physical the physical toll that this kind of effort has put trying to, you know, trying to carry them through. You know, LeBron has played fewer games because he, you know, he he wasn't on the floor, so maybe that helps, but AD has really had to grind. Um, but anyway, that's my concern. I mean, you don't have to agree with me. Um, but it does, you know, make you want, you know, to some degree, it's like I was, I actually thought, I'll be honest with you, I thought in the first half, there was a stretch in the first half where the Lakers kind of pulled it even. And Darvin didn't explicitly say this, but basically said it after the game that they were sort of trying to have it both ways, where they were conscious of minutes, conscious of workload, and still trying to see if they could win the game. The game was too important to see, like, you know what? Maybe we can steal some minutes. Maybe we get a couple lucky breaks here. The Clippers missed some shots, which they certainly did in the third quarter as the Lakers turned up their defense. Um, where, but there was a stretch where LeBron, Reeves, and and AD were all off the floor at the same time. And all of Lakers' Twitter raised its collective hand and, and, and said, um, why? 
And I think that's what they were trying to do is sort of thread the needle a little bit where they could preserve minutes and, and all that stuff. And I gave them about three or four minutes in the third quarter. Like if this doesn't get better quickly, I think they'll pull the plug on all of it. And they went on this ma- I was literally looking for the throw the damn towel meme, um, which I did eventually send out, but <laughs> I was ready to do it like two minutes or a minute into the third quarter, had it queued up. And then they go on this run with LeBron leading the way. Um, rejuvenated. Uh, what did you put it at halftime? I, I, I said that the uh, halftime, the halftime nap LeBron took in a cryogenic time machine seemed to have paid off. He could afford one. <laughs> I mean, he he had thirty points in the second half. I mean, he was lively. He he really looked like a different player. And when you see LeBron playing like that, when you're these other guys. There is a there is an element of okay I better get my ass in gear because if old man LeBron's doing this, yep, and th- and it gave them a chance to you know like you know they got it inside ten again and you're like Ooh, okay we'll see what what happens here and then Bones Highland hits a couple shots and Norman Powell who they really struggled with oh my um, lord I mean Russ I was carved su- them up in the first quarter Norm Powell off the bench carved them up and then Kawhi was just Kawhi right He's Kawhi got Kawhi-ish. Always- Always looming was, there to do something. That was really one of the biggest differences in this game is that, you know, the Lakers, you know, they needed a little bit more from AD, but it was very similar to what we've seen where teams were like, no, not you, someone else. Um, LeBron needed to not, you know, put them in that hole in the first half, but certainly did what he could to get them out in the second half. Reeves did Reeves stuff. Um, Lakers didn't get enough from from the other guys. Like I, when you look at what the Clippers got, you know, Highland had, you know, 14, but two really big second half threes. Um, the Lakers just didn't quite get that. Schroeder wasn't very good. Russell had a couple buckets at the end, but wasn't, I thought, particularly good through most of the game. No. Um, Vanderbilt was sort of erratic. Like the Lakers needed a little bit of an uplift from somewhere else and didn't quite get it. Um, you know, because Kawhi was good down the stretch, certainly no question. And he was good overall. He played the entire second half. Well, the Clippers um, wanted this game. I yeah. mean, they they really wanted to beyond maintain the streak that I think means a lot to many people in that organization, not the least of which is Ty Lue, who you may recall purchased himself a Lakers birthday cake and then found out he wasn't being hired as mm-hmm. the coach. Um, I guarantee this thing means a lot to Steve Ballmer. I guarantee it means a lot of – to many people in the organization now, including Russell Westbrook, who if I was expecting him to do his postgame presser and answer every single question with just, you won't break my soul. Like uh-huh. it's, it's like his version of both teams played hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, you know, Russ came out in this game. Like he was not just playing a revenge game for himself. He was like playing a revenge game on behalf of THT who tried to have a revenge game against the uh, against the Lakers the night before, but was just too all over the place to pull it off. Yeah, um, you know it's an important game for the Clippers too. They didn't want any, they didn't yeah. want any part of the playing either, no, um, and so this gives them a good chance to you know really solidify um, finishing in the top six. And so, but you know so. I was like, I wouldn't. It wouldn't even surprise me if the Lakers didn't even really bring the starters out for the second half. Like, and just it wouldn't have wouldn't have shocked me. Um, then I was like, well, we got about three minutes to do this, three or four minutes to do this in the third quarter, and you pull the plug. And they they pull the rug. And then they in the fourth quarter, it's like, 
all right, well, it's 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 still within like you know seven minutes to go, and you're still within ten or eleven. Like that's winnable. It wasn't until like <laughs> about three minutes left. I was like, okay, it's time for everybody to sit down. And Darwin kept him in a long time. Um, it doesn't seem like anybody got hurt, but um, oh my god, had somebody turned an ankle in that last three minutes of this game? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things that I think illustrates how how complicated the managing this situation can be. Because on one hand, as you said, it could have been justifiable just to pull them out for the second half and say, we've lost this thing. Let's just preserve our energy for right, this. We gave it a try. Game. We did what, you know, we, right. we, we, you know, it just didn't work. That are, okay. cr- that are critically important, but then... There's also a party going like, well, we bothered playing these guys on the second end of a back-to-back. It becomes a very double-edged, damned if you yeah. do, damned if you don't. And we just Ultimately, had a 19-3 to run in the third quarter. And you know, like, right. and, all, and that we just lost a 10-point lead in 48 seconds the night before. Like, weird things happen. I There are times when, you know, I am I'm shocked, at, you know, sort of NBA coaches and how – conservative they are in those situations about resting starters and all that considering especially considering how big load management is now um as a thing where like you're still looking at teams like you're up like 15 with two and a half minutes left but because those lightning strikes do happen um no coach wants to be the 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 ones that pulled the plug too early on their starters and suddenly you have a you know an 18 point lead that evaporates in the last minute and a half of a game um so this uh, this one, I guess, was inside of it. I was surprised to see. I mean, you just you hope there's no residual to that um, for Friday. You know, obviously they won't practice on Thursday. Everybody will just get treatment, or whatever. But Davis, after the game, you know, how's that foot feeling? He's like, you know, been better. Um, and he's the one that I really worry about because active injury. I don't understand the. Pro- I'm not saying they were fast and loose with him. I'm not saying they put him in a at an unnecessary risk. I'm just saying I don't understand the injury and the treatment and so when he plays more and then doesn't say something like i'm cool feels great uh makes me nervous that's it yeah i mean as lebron always says just how they feel tomorrow is going to dictate all this how he steps out of bed um one thing we haven't gotten to that i want to make sure we talk about for friday is sort of the the vibe and the chemistry on the team wednesday's game notwithstanding um it was exemplified by the amount of goat noises that were made uh, in the post-game lebron interview on tuesday um big picture this is a team that really does seem to be believing in what it is doing and uh, where it can go we'll talk about that on friday and get you ready for the big game against phoenix locked on lakers on youtube is where you go to check out the show see everybody friday